I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Dana Buckler Show. My name is Dana, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jason Waters. Jason, how are you today, buddy? I am so psyched for this episode. This is going to be a good one. Yes. We've been kind of kicking back a little bit. You know, we uh, took uh, most of August off. We yep. went into that with a couple episodes ago. We've been getting a great response for our previous episode awesome. on, on the best and worst sequels. Very Not cool. as much hate mail as I expected. I didn't see any yet. So, I'm but, shocked. So in this episode, we're going to have kind of a broad conversation about the entire Halloween franchise. Yes. The good, the bad, the terrible, the really <laughs> terrible. Uh, the masks, the, the shadows, the goriness, all of it. The Love cruelness it. of some of these movies, yes. which we'll get to. Um, before we do this, before we get into our, our discussion, we're just going to kind of go through through all the films. I, I'll I'll ask you this question, and then I'm going to answer it myself. And uh, where does the Halloween franchise stack up for you when looking at the what we call the sort of the epic horror movie, the epic horror movie franchises, the Elm Streets, the Friday the Thirteenth, the Hellraisers, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Psychos, you know, Ghoulies. <laughs> So for me, this is, or in my opinion, this is the godfather of them. Because until Halloween comes out, followed by Halloween 2, you don't get this long series of continuing horror adventures. When when Halloween comes out and it's a low-budget, low-rent movie that makes $70 million that none of the major Hollywood studios wanted to take on – Suddenly, everyone went, whoa, 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 we can make a movie for 500000 and net 50, 60 million all day long. And it's interesting because you can't even begin to put a list together of the amount of knockoffs, ripoffs, or, or in some cases, you know, when you look at Friday the 13th, you know, which was basically just taking that formula and running with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. For me, you say it's the Godfather. I'm going to, I'm not going to go that far. I would say, for consistency, I would give that nod to the Friday the 13th franchise. Okay. I think parts one through seven 
are very consistent in the formula that they use. So if you're if you're a fan of that type of formula, I, I think. And but the, now the problem with that is, I get those movies mixed up. Okay, <laughs> how do you know? like there there are? I mean, the kills in the second Friday the Thirteenth that actually maybe happened in the fourth because I get them all mixed up. Right. Um, but that being said, now for me, I've always been an Elm Street guy more than anything. That's always been, but. But the reality is there's only three Elm Street movies. Well, four Elm Street movies that I really like. That's one, two, three, and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yes. And it's the reboots that are necessary later on to bring that attention back to the overall story. Correct. But when if someone said, hey, we're going to do an all-day Halloween marathon. I'll be there for the first hour. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Can I come in for the first four hours? (laughs) Right. Check out for the next nine hours, then come back, you know, pretty much. Um, and we'll get into it. So I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time talking about the original Halloween. I mean, that is I mean, I've done episodes on it in the past. It's, it's a classic. It, it, it really is a classic. But it's interesting in the sense of it being a classic, because there's a couple things that I, I noticed rewatching it yesterday. And this will go into when we talk about Halloween, too, is it's not a gory movie by any stretch of the imagination. And that's intentional. And it is. And I think that, you know, coming from the producer, that was one of the things that he required, too, is I don't want blood and gore and guts and people being scared out of this movie. This was a scary movie more than a gory movie, which there's that's kind of the two big tenets of a horror flick. Right. Um, and they chose the they chose the one that builds suspense rather than the one that just turns your stomach yeah and and that's the and also i mean when you look at like the elm street movies for they get incredibly gory as they go along and i'm i'm like that's my thing i get i mean that's not my thing i I get super turned off on it there's something to be said about carpenter's direction in the first movie yes it it is a very tight 90 minutes and uh, something that uh, a catchphrase that you like to use is there's not a wasted moment in that movie Correct. And so I I really do like that movie. I mean, I'm, we're, we, it's nothing really more to say about the original Halloween, the, except if you've never seen it, stop. Yes. Okay. I'm questioning your, your whole existence, but stop and, and, and watch the movie. <laughs> well, the only other thing I'll say about that, and it really comes from John Carpenter's direction, is in Friday the 13th and in, in any Freddy Krueger movie, the villain is has this aura to them of just brutality and you know listening to some of the documentaries on john carpenter's direction on the shadow the figure michael myers you know what what's his motivation what's his intention what is he supposed to do in this scene and what he says is he's supposed to move from right here to all the way over there that's it that's it that's it between the music the cinematography and the feel of it you get the impression of evil. The acting is just – it's minimal because it doesn't need to be anything and, more. And let's let's just transport ourselves back to 1978. You know – 44 years 44, ago? Yeah. I mean so there's there's yeah. two really good things that came out of 78. Okay. <laughs> I know it one. Yeah. Halloween came out and then uh, <laughs> I was born on a cool April morning, 1978. So there's two great things that came out of 1978. But I mean, let's, let's transport ourselves – Back to 1978, just for a moment. Okay, where where is horror at this point? Horror movies at this point. Okay, 
you have 68, you have Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. seminal movie, okay? 72 or 73 is The Exorcist, okay? I mean, maybe you could throw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre into that one. But let's be honest, like for the bulk of the 70s, you've got your, your it's bookended by four movies, if you will. Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, 72, 73. And then in 78, two seminal horror movies come out. Halloween and Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Okay. But the the 70s is not known for horror, in my opinion. Not at no, all. No, it's, it's a, it's the 80s where it comes into its yeah, own. That's, that's why, like, I have, there's countless documentaries about 80s horror. I mean, I've had, uh, uh, producer and director david weiner on the show who's done those in search of darkness documentaries yeah but they all cover the 80s because that is the true renaissance of horror but again go back to 78 you're not a seasoned horror movie watcher in 78 if you're a teenager right you're 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 just not there's no home video there's no there's three channels you're getting you know the movies about giant tarantulas (laughs) in the desert you know uh so you're not ready for this in 78 when this movie comes out and if you think about it, you talk about his motivation. It's never explained. No. All right. And and think about this. And major spoilers for Halloween, guys, if you haven't seen the original Halloween, just, just listen. Yeah. Stop and listen. Stop. Watch it. Come back. <laughs> but the way the movie ends with, with Loomis, you know, shoots Michael. I shot him six times. I shot him six times. Six times. Yeah. And, and the movie ends with him being gone. Yep. But, well, the movie doesn't end with him being gone. The movie ends with... All the scenes of the places where things yeah. occurred with him just breathing yeah. over it and that creepy ass music. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I just. It's, it's a, evil can be anywhere. Evil can't be killed and it's everywhere. We, we are so spoiled on our horror movies that we never got to experience anything. Not to say that we didn't experience seminal horror movie events. We saw Scream in 1996. I don't care what anyone says. That was a massive game changer yes. for, for horror. We saw Get Out in 2017. Also a game changer for the horror movie genre. Yep. So we've got to experience it. But I just have to believe that that seeing that Halloween in, in, in 78 must have just been such a visceral, visceral experience. I would have loved that. It would yeah. have been incredible. So, you know, the movie comes out, like you said, makes 70, 80 million dollars against a, you know, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar budget. Carpenter really doesn't see a lot of that money. You know, the deals that he made, you know, $10,000 to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus some back end money, but so yeah, 10 grand to make the whole thing and score it and score it and, and score, score it. it, which let's be honest, like test screenings for the original Halloween without the score. Yes. They, they people are like, Oh, this is, this, this is stupid. This, this, is, what, this is kind of dumb. Yeah. But when you hear that. And, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, you take the movie, you take the music out of Jaws. I mean, you're still going to have a good movie, but you're not going to have the right. impact that that film has. Like, yeah. And and Carpenter is just a genius when it comes to to, to scoring movies. And he, I mean, he does some of the best scores out there. The Escape from New York score is incredible. <laughs> you know, I mean, just it just goes on. Um, so of course we're going to get another movie. Yes. Three years later, Halloween two. Okay. So Halloween two. It's written by Carpenter and Hill. All right, but not directed by him. No, and I saw, so I, I found a really great quote from John Carpenter. John Carpenter said, What got me through writing this was a six pack of Budweiser at night, sitting in front of a typewriter saying, What in the hell can I put down? I had no idea we were making the same film, only not as good. Yeah. And that was direct quote from him. 
Okay, so we're <laughs> going to just start with each subsequent episode. I'm just going to, excuse me, we're going to start with each subsequent sequel. Your immediate reaction, what is your thought on Halloween 2 from 1981? So I appreciated that it was a not a, you know, Halloween 1 happened, and then a year later you get into this. It picks up at the direct end of Halloween 1. Right. So it's it's continuity. I didn't feel – so I, I felt like at the end of Halloween, Lori – kind of came into her own she you know thought she vanquished the boogeyman and she became sort of a a, a lesser character into i mean the movie really becomes shrinking violet <laughs> it, it becomes dr loomis's story yes the, the second one i mean she is basically halloween kills you know yeah. she spends the majority of the time in the hospital and this is just basically yeah, just the same thing invalid doped up um i was i what this should have been was her overcoming yet again and stepping up and becoming the heroine but it wasn't i i'm gonna second what you said i, re I respect the continuity of it it definitely feels like I, it's hard to believe there was a three-year gap between these two films it feels yeah. i mean besides the wig that jamie lee curtis is clearly wearing and it does you know there are some situations in this movie which i find very compelling like when the sheriff finds out his daughter's dead and he blames you know Annie's dead and he he blames it on like there's there's a lot yeah. of threads from the first one that get answered yep you know and then we get into this whole he's the brother you know Lori's his you know Lori's his sister which again i don't agree agree with any of that i no. think it should have been again the most terrifying thing is why there's no reason why he's yeah doing deliberate this. stranger yeah and so the first 20 minutes of the movie is kind of wrapping up some threads from the from the first movie right then we spend an, an, an enormous uh, an exorbitant amount of time in a hospital all right I have to just go sidebar for a second about this <laughs> hospital okay where is everyone <laughs> okay so uh, listeners know I did spend a little time in the hospital in August um, there was an abundance of staff. Uh, there was an abundance of lighting. Um, yeah. This hospital looks like it has multiple stories. Yep. With maybe three people working there, a caretaker and a nurse. I'm assuming and it's the same one from Halloween Kills. I, I, I mean, it's in Haddonfield, so. But that one was well lit. It looked like well, it no, I, I mean, of, it was a yeah, very large, but, you know, multi-story like, hospital. This, this hospital stresses me out. I'm like, yeah. How could anyone go to this hospital like that? Okay, so that's there's, just, there's seven people working in a three hundred thousand square foot hospital. It just I don't. I mean, I get it. It's a slow night. I mean, Halloween. It's a slow. Night. <laughs> it's not like we have a bunch of bodies and people injured. I ever, when I was watching this yesterday, I'm just like, where is everyone? <laughs> this can't work. I mean, but the, okay. right. All right. Yeah. So, but overall, I'll say it. Like, I don't hate this movie at all, but. The gore factor is certainly ratcheted up in this one. Yes. So I've, I've got I've got body counts by oh, film. Let's do this. All right. I'm sorry. Body count for the first movie. Body count for the first movie. Shocking. Okay. You want to take a guess? Okay. Okay. I guess I do want to take a guess. Okay. Uh, let's see. We're going to go one, two, three, three, five, five. Okay. So so uh, Michael Souls. Michael's sister first. Oh, that's and the opening scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The okay. mechanic. And then PJ Souls, PJ Souls, Nancy, Nancy yeah. Loomis, yeah. And, and then the the guy, yes, and the guy with the poor Bob, guy. but poor Bob, poor yeah. Bob. Okay, all right. So so four. five in there. Okay, so five. Okay, respectable body count. All yes. right. Now we're, we're not making light of this, everybody. But we're talking a war movie. So and I, I will say, count. so I got my I got my body count from a website called Dead Meat. Oh, I know that. I know. Okay. That, yep. Because yep. because there are certain ones where it's like, well, 
they reference that he killed these other yeah. people. So we're including that. So I'm anybody listening who goes, no, 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 I've seen more than that. Um, Halloween 2. All right. Okay. So I'm going to try to take a guess Halloween 2. Because there's just – this becomes the first of, like, random characters who we don't even know who right. they are. You don't, just, you don't like, care. Just, old, like, old security guard kitchen, shows up and – You yep. know, cooking a ham and there's a knife. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> um, but this happens – this is going to happen in the David Gordon Green movies yes. quite a bit, much to my delight. Um, so I'm just going to take a guess. All right. So, um, okay. One, two – all right, poor guy um, you know, gets hit by the car, the cloth car. <laughs> oh no, that's poor. Um, uh, oh God, what's ben, his, ben Tramer. Ben Tramer, poor ben who Tramer. who comes back at the end because two never happened. Because two never happened. That's yeah, absolutely anyways, right. Okay, sorry. so body count. I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten, ten. Okay, ten. I don't have number. I don't have names. That's but, okay. All right, ten. All right, ten. So that's that's bringing up the body count. Yes. So Halloween two is. Made for two and a half million dollars. Okay, Universal's throwing down. That's a lot of movie. Excuse me. That's a lot of money for a horror movie in 1981. Yes. Uh, according to my numbers, made 25 million. Yep. Which is respectable. Yep. Okay. Seeing as how the first one was made for 325,000. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, Carpenter and Deborah Hill, they're going to produce this movie. They're going to write it. They're letting Ra- Rick Rosenthal direct it. It's successful. Studio wants another movie. Dino De Laurentiis, Mustafa Akkad, you know, the, the people that own the property, they want another one. Carpenter's like, I'm done with the Michael I Myers thing. I can't do this anymore. Do this. Yeah. I have a wonderful idea for, let's go ahead and let's make the Halloween series an annual anthology series. Kind of like the Twilight Zone. Or every, every Tales year. from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Yes. We're gonna, every year you're going to get a new movie with an original story. It's loosely, uh, you know, it's based around Halloween. Right. On paper, sounds like a fantastic idea. Yep. Okay. So in 1982, a year later. One year later. One year later. Okay. We get Halloween 3, the season of the witch. Now, this one is written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, who worked in some capacity on the first two films. Okay. Side note, he's going to go on to direct the ABC uh, Stephen King miniseries It in 1990. Really? Oh, yeah. I love that. So the problem was they didn't really market this movie very well. All right. And this is, again, this I I, want to stress to everybody, no social media, no Internet. Right. You know, you, you know, basically. I think the trailer for Halloween 3, one of the trailers even had the, the theme, the Halloween theme in it. Like, people thought they were going to see the continuing adventures and of Michael And then you go Myers. and you get that awful jingle. Yeah. That's the only time we're going to do this, guys. That's it. That's it. The movie is critically panned. Yes. Okay. It's critically panned. It makes... Ultimately, it makes about $14 million at the box office because it had a big opening weekend. But then word of mouth was like, this isn't a Halloween movie. Michael, Not a Halloween Myers. Michael Myers isn't there. None of the characters are there. Yeah. Although the only one that makes it in from the first two movies is Nancy Loomis. Yeah, she plays. She plays. plays a, not her character, but Tom Atkins' ex-wife. Ex-wife, yeah. ex-wife. So, Jason, I don't even know if we've had this conversation before. What do you think about Halloween 3 Season of the Witch? If you were to have asked me last week, I would have said it's one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. I rewatched it again yesterday. It's not one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. However, it suffers from a lot of story issues. It's farcical. 
it's not a great movie. Is that a rewatching it? I I was expecting to sit back and go, come on, really? And then turn it off. It held my attention longer than I thought it would. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. By any stretch of the imagination. I've gone back and rewatched it a few times. I kind of love this movie. Really? I, I mean, love it in the sense of, I respect what it is now yeah. more than ever. Like my opinion has changed on it. The 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 worst thing they did to this movie was call it a Halloween movie. Yes, if this was a standalone standalone season of the witch, we might it might have its own series by this point. Right, but it's it's not a great movie. I kind of love it because Tom Atkins is just terrific in this movie. He is. How this man has a medical license, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, he is sexually harassing oh, and, the staff. And he is he a is, smooth operator. Okay, he is He is like, look, we're, they're going on a road trip. He immediately gets a six-pack of beer. He's literally, yeah. literally getting road beers, okay? <laughs> he spends all his day at a, at a tavern, you know, just drink. I mean, like, how is this guy a doctor? Yeah. You know, and uh, okay, putting all that aside, if you said, Dane, I'm going to give you 10000 tell me the plot of Halloween 3, this is the best I can do. There is a company called silver shamrock yep who has put this massive marketing campaign out to sell their their masks their masks which is what it's a skeleton it's a uh, jack-o'-lantern it's a witch it's a witch yep. okay and they have this ridiculously awful jingle which we're not going to do and they're selling a ton of these masks and they've got all these microchips in the back of them yeah absolutely and then at some point people are starting to die mysterious deaths tom atkins partners up with a lady whose father has well, mysteriously, putting it lightly, I'll say having his complete his brains. jaw ripped up, you know, <laughs> destroyed, destroyed. Uh, and they go on a quest to a small to a small California town to look at the Silver Shamrock headquarters, and then we find out it's some type of crazy Celtic, you know, t- uh, uh, what's the thing uh, in England? Oh, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. They yeah. pull out Stonehenge. <laughs> Went ahead and got it. <laughs> we secured the rights to it. Yeah. I kind of like the movie a lot. I'm, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't. I, I I will say I do not hate it anymore. I don't like it. If it were ever to come on TV, I'd probably watch it just to see if I could, if I could understand it a little bit better. I will say Halloween two. So we've got all the Rotten Tomato scores for oh, all yeah, the movies. Okay, okay. Halloween two was. Let me take a guess. Uh, okay. What was the first? The first Halloween. First Halloween was ninety six percent. Oh goodness. Yes. I'm going to say, and I have not looked, I don't have these numbers in front of me. I'm going to say that the second Halloween um, is 62%. 30. Wow. 30. Wow. Okay. We only, I think we only get a couple more that go over 50. Oh, okay. Uh, this one, Halloween 3, actually has 47%. That's that's better. Which than, is about 50-50. Yeah. So. And, and, and remember, this is... Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around back then. Right, so no. This so this is, is an is a, aggregator of, yes. of probably older and newer reviews. Yes. And, and let's be honest, Halloween 3 has had quite a resurgence as far as, like, a reevaluation. Yeah. And people have really started to appreciate the film a lot more. So they're going to take a break for, oh, body count. Body count. Body count for Halloween guess? 3. Okay. Wait. There could be, this could be a trick question. All right. Because, again, spoilers for Halloween 3. There are three channels in America at eight o'clock is time for the big giveaway. Well, they, they, yeah. Atkins they, gets two of them off of the, two of the. So this is just on screen. Just on screen. Okay, so I wasn't sure if we're going to be like it's thirty-four million children. <laughs> um, just on screen. Again, this uh, is according to Dead Meat. One, two, those two find for three. Oh, oh, that lady, that lady oh, in the, 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 the motel room when oh, she's the the oh, microchip. Okay. Yeah, 
12. 28. 28 on screen. 28 on screen. Wow. Yes. All right. So this movie's not successful. It's done. We're no, done for a while. Done. Yep. We're going we're to take six years off. Yes. We're going to come back 1988. And I mean, I guess we can kind of talk about Halloween 4 and Halloween 5 kind of in the same in the same conversation. Four, five, and six are kind of all together. Well, that's what they're. That's kind of the unofficial. kind of the unofficial trilogy inside the franchise. I think they call it the Thorn trilogy, yes. if I remember correctly. Okay. By the time Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers comes out. At this point, I'm ten years old. Yeah, it's I know 1988. This, I know this. By since, this point, yep. now what's let's in the horror landscape. Let's talk about where we are. Okay? Oh boy, 1988. Okay. All right, so 1988, I'm just, uh, folks, I don't have any papers in front of me. I'm just working from memory, all right? 88, by this point, you, 88 has Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. 88 is the year that A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, The Dream Master comes out, which is a ridiculously, uh, up until Freddy's, uh, up until Jason versus Freddy, Freddy versus Jason, Highest grossing film really? in the entire franchise. Wow. Yeah, it does really, really good. That was numbers. a good one. I like that one. I am not a fan of that. Really? Movie. No, I am. I'm, I'm a fan of one, two, three. I like one, two, and Dream Master. I well, think. and then the new, yeah, New Nightmare. Okay. A side note, because we're allowed to do this. <laughs> Did you ever see the Elm Street remake in 2010? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Did you? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. I t- so here's what I like. I, I typically like the remakes. Okay. There's very few that come along and I just go, that's utter horseshit. I liked the Friday the 13th one that came out in 2009. Yeah. I thought that was just a uh, – because it was exactly what you wanted out of a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. I remember seeing – okay, just quick side note. I moved here from – I moved to the United States in 1993. My friend Ian and I, we – you know, in the six weeks leading up to me moving, uh, we went to the video store every day and rented every Friday the 13th movie. And each night we'd watch another one. And that was kind of like our little thing before I left. Yeah. Uh, so we got all the way up to Jason Takes Manhattan, or as it should be called, Jason <laughs> Tours Vancouver. Um, so, but we, uh, but, but moving to Tennessee in 93, I was there a couple weeks later is when uh, Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday came oh, out. Yeah. You know why that movie failed? Why? Because I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> He's in it for all of six minutes. <laughs> Two minutes at the beginning, four minutes at the end. We're really going off subject here. That's okay. We're allowed to do that. It's all right. But so by by the time 88, 88, you know, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. But the, the I mean, you go to any blockbuster video at that point, and the horror section is... It's it's got its own wing now. Yeah, it's expanding yeah. big time. Yeah, with tons of direct to home video, DTV horror. Yeah, and that's I mean that and those were huge money makers too. Oh, I'm sure. All right, what is your thought on Halloween for the return of Michael Myers? So, do not like this story arc. So basically, four, five, and six is a direct sequel to two. That's correct. Um, you're to believe that. Laurie Strode has died in a car accident. That's correct. And and if I may, Doctor Loomis and Michael Myers have ex- have survived that gas explosion in the hospital. That's which correct. They were both dead. Clearly dead yes. at the end of that one. Okay. Laurie has a daughter now. Laurie has a daughter now. Jamie. Jamie. And Daniel Harris. Now what we get is you get the supernatural. 
before there was a there was that aura of supernatural like you got shot six times you stood up and you walked away this is jamie is now seeing things through michael's eyes or not more so in the the the, the later ones but she puts on a clown costume and sees young michael in a clown costume not a fan of not a fan of four okay so this is going to be interesting all right because i totally agree with you <laughs> i tried to watch this today again i've been like uh, like going through there's a lot of movies to go through yeah this movie's garbage in yeah. my opinion i'm sorry there's a lot of people that love this movie and yeah. for me i'm sorry when i say this is garbage in my opinion uh this this is where the Halloween franchise. This is when I say, "Oh, I'm done." I'm this is done. this is where, this is where it dies because of you know uh, the two poignant things in this film. I think are this is the first time that the townspeople actually go, like in Halloween Kills. Holy shit! Michael Myers is back. Le- I, I wrote the quote down. We're gonna go fry that son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, they of course don't and suffer. <laughs> They accidentally kill people and yeah. So so uh, I do like okay. If, uh, if there's a couple things that I I will say nice, a couple nice things I'll say about this. I do like the fact that they just fucking light his ass up with the shotguns and the guns. I like that scene where that at the end know, of it, at the end of the which movie, is yeah. what that was the second point I was going to make is that he probably gets shot a hundred times. Oh yeah, and then falls down the well, whatever the hell that thing is. And that that should be it. Well, that that, that is should, that, that is technically that is technically how, it, how in this that one. Movie ends. Yes, and then we have Jamie losing it and killing somebody at the end. Yes, you know, and then and then that I'll, was really the other the yeah. other great thing about this is like okay, and you see Loomis. I, I will again. I'm starting to say some nice things. Him just going no no no. Like I, I'm, I'm okay. After Halloween two wraps up, the guy playing Michael Myers. You know, the, and the stuntman and the people that were playing Michael Myers, they, they Rosenthal and, and Tommy Lee Wallace and whoever else was involved in this film say, great job. You can keep the cover, the over or the coveralls and you can keep the mask. Uh, Nick Castle was the, the original he, one. He was the original one. Yeah. And the first one, you can keep the mask. We're done with this. All right. I say this because it gets weird. I don't know what <laughs> is going on weird. with the mask in Halloween four, but if you look at the cover art, the one sheet. It's clearly the William Shatner mask that they used in the original one, but I don't know what the hell they're using in this movie. It's awful. It's some plaster of Paris version of, I mean, I don't even know. It's it, not it, good. It looks terrible. So this movie ends, and it's successful. I want to I point out. I want to point out. Halloween 4. Well, I'll, and I'll say this, too, because um, we had talked about this, I think, in a previous episode, that Mustafa Akkad had either written into the contract or said somewhere that... Michael Myers cannot be killed. You cannot end a movie with him being killed, or at least there has to be a way that he can come back. I did a follow up. I was you had mentioned that I did, and, and then I saw kind of conflicting. I saw most people, most articles I saw had that, and then one article I read said that he has the option. He has the final say. Yeah, in, in that one, but because um, one of the documentaries he wrote that or he said that in there that he's like, we just you know we want to leave it open. Well, yeah, no, that makes yeah. perfect sense. So, 
The movie, I mean, I wouldn't say it's, it was a gargantuan success. I mean, against a $5 million budget, it makes $17 million in the box office. But lest we forget, this is 88. We're getting yep. into the video store. So there's a hell of a lot more money to be made in the ancillary market. So this is a successful film. So Mustafa Akkad is like, oh, we got to do this again. Yep. And they quickly. Load it up. Like nine months later. Yeah, it was from 88 to 89. Yeah. That's yeah. when the next one came out. All right, real quick. Halloween 4, Rotten Tomato score. I'm going to say, oh, God, people like this movie. I'm going to say 53%. 33. 33, okay. <laughs> and the body count is? 16. 16, okay. So we're dropping down. So when we get to Actually, ha- no, from 3, but yeah. We go from 5 to 10 to 16. Okay. From 1, 2 to 4. 1, 2 to 4, Okay. Halloween 5 comes out literally like uh, less than a year later. The Revenge of Michael Myers. The Revenge of Michael Myers, all right? So he's been recuperating now with some old warlock. Yeah, some old-timer. Guy living in a cave with a parrot just biding his time. One year later. One year later. And then he just kills the old man. Yep, just, you know, see you later. Because what it does, what they did here is they did the, uh, the old 1930s Saturday morning serial situation where you know you would go see yeah i remember i remember watching the old superman ones we had him on home video and lois is trapped in a car and the car yep. the car goes over the cliff and then it's like tune in next week and then <laughs> you'll find out and then when you tune in the following week you know superman miraculously pulls her out of the car and then you see the car go over. i'm like that didn't happen and and kathy bates has a wonderful rant about that in misery <laughs> yeah. So this is exactly what we get with Halloween 5. Right. Well, that guy definitely looks like he has a medical license at some point yeah. to treat hundreds of gunshots and the the grenade but, they threw down the well as well. At the end of Halloween 4, you don't see him crawling out the back and no, getting you don't. into the water and all that yeah. stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. So, all right, I'm just going to say this. Uh, this movie's all right. I'm going to say something nice about this movie. I would watch this movie every day of the week. Before I would watch part six. I would uh, 100% agree with that. And I don't like this movie at all. Nope. Uh, so there's not really much to say about Halloween 5. Except Dr. Loomis is a fucking maniac in this movie. Yep. Like he is He is literally, he doesn't give a shit anymore. He's upset. Yep. He's obsessed with killing Michael Myers. But the one thing I will say, and the one thing I notice in this is at the end, when he's sitting there with him. Or, you know, he's on the stairs and he's trying to connect with him again. He spent the first 11 years trying to kill him. And now he's like, Michael, help. Let me, let me help you take the pain away. She can help you take the pain. I'm like, shoot him in the fucking head. What are you doing? Uh, and then, of course, we get this mysterious guy with cowboy boots. You know, oh, just comes in nowhere. Yeah. So they, they've captured Michael Myers. They've got him in the police station. And all of a sudden, this guy goes in and just shoots up the place. Yep. Don't know. He's got a little thorn tattoo on his wrist. You know, what is, what is this? Um, Halloween 5 is not successful. It's made for nope. 5, 6 million, makes 11 million, but it's people. Uh, I'm going to say Rotten Tomato score on this one 15. Very close. 12. 12. <laughs> 12. And the body count? Uh, 20. So we're going up again to 20. I did not like that movie. I remember this was one of the first ones that my sister had a sleepover. She's a few years older than me. And uh, they let me, they rented this one. So this would have been like late 89. And they rented this movie and I watched it. And I just remember, this is this is not I, yeah, I, I definitely, I remember watching this probably on HBO. Um, and I just didn't understand it. I could not get it. So for me, 
Now let's go. Let's let's look at the time period. So that movie's done eighty nine. All right, they're not going to do another one till ninety five. Yep. Okay. At that point, remember and remember. This is so crucial for people to remember. Horror is dying a slow death theatrically between eighty nine and ninety five. Yep. Okay. There is by eighty nine. You've got uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Jason takes Manhattan. People hate it. You got 1989. You have Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five, The Dream Child, which I find to be, frankly, unwatchable. <laughs> and there are some people out there, and I respect everyone's opinion. There are some people out there that fucking love that. Movie. Well, see, that's the that's the crazy thing about horror is critics are always going to go to the negative. Yeah. Like you may as well start the scale at like 70 because that's where most critics go. Which I understand. It's not. Very few of those horror films are going to win Academy Awards, like we've talked about before. But it's it's extremely subjective based on what you like. Yeah, no, this is true. This is true. But I'll tell you right now that horror movies, there's still ton of them. Full Moon Entertainment. There's still tons of horror movies coming out direct to video. Yeah, hundred percent. But uh, studios aren't really taking a chance on big budget horror movies or even medium tier budget horror movies in the '90s in the early '90s. That's going to change in 96 when Scream comes Scream. out. But, you know, another perfect example of a movie that was a failure would have been 1995's. This movie has Ugh. this movie has multiple titles. It was originally Halloween 666, the origin of Michael Myers. <laughs> and then it was changed to the curse of Michael Myers. And I'm going to tell you right now. I know there's different versions of this movie floating around. I've only ever seen the theatrical cut or yeah. whatever version was released on, on home video. Yep. I still can't tell you what the hell this movie's about. It jumps around so much. It brings in the characters from 4 and 5, then kills them off, adds new characters that you're supposed to care about. Like, I, you know, Tommy Doyle's back now, right. but it's Paul Rudd. That's right. And, and not an ironic performance either no. like a very serious paul rudd yeah like yeah. paul rudd like ends up with a baby and he's like running out of a hospital holding a baby like a fucking hobgoblin <laughs> i mean just this is uh, th- I, I, it's I'm, unwatchable I, i'm gonna tell you this i saw a ton of movies in the theater in the 90s i did not even want to see this movie like <laughs> i remember seeing the i think this was a tra- attached back in the young for our younger listeners back there when you would rent movies on vhs yep. because this is vhs times okay <laughs> When you would rent movies on VHS, oftentimes, and there was no chapter menus, there was no, you know, <laughs> you you put the v, you put the tape in the VCR, you hit fast you, forward, you're you hit, you press play, and you're just along for the ride. So I say this because I believe that when we rented Pulp Fiction on VHS, this was because Pulp, this is Halloween Six is a Miramax movie. It's oh, yeah, Dimension right. Films, but it's a Miramax film. Scenes, yeah. So. So when, you know, Pulp Fiction is Merrimack. So when we rented this thing, um, I believe this was one of the trailers wow. that played. And I remember even then I would have been like 16 at the time. I'm like, no, thank you. Yep. I have zero interest in this movie. And I don't, I honestly don't think I saw this one for probably five to six years afterwards. I saw it in its entirety two days ago for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. For the first time. I have only ever watched this movie in segments. Yeah. Like, like, oh, this is on whatever, Showtime, HBO, whatever. Um, I catch like 20 minutes. I'm like, I can't do this. This is so bad. I would say the only thing significant about this 
other than a couple of flashbacks, is this is the end of Dr. Loomis. Yes. Yes. This is, literally and figuratively yes. speaking. Um, he, he passes away right after yeah, Donald yeah. Pleasance does. Before the movie's even released, like he, he passes away. He, he knew when it was time to go. Yeah. So before, before I ask you for the body count that I could <laughs> genuinely give a shit about, I just want to, I just want to take a look here. So according to, now take this with a grain of salt because this is Wikipedia, but according to Wikipedia, this movie was made on a $5 million budget, made $15 million worldwide. Okay. I think that's very generous. It is very generous. I don't think it made that much money. Um, and it did nothing to, you know, resurrect no, the it, it, franchise. It pretty much put a, a nail in the coffin for all right. For that that story arc. All right. I'm going to go Rotten Tomato score. Oof. Is it higher than five? It is higher than five. Shut the fuck up. It can't be higher than five. All right. 25%. Nine. Nine. <laughs> it's barely higher than five. Okay. Nine. And the Bo- body, body count? Body count of 17. Ugh. Again, and this wraps up the trilogy of movies. it ends that story arc, and you know I've I've heard some when we get into Halloween H two O, which is one of the worst titles ever. Um, I haven't seen this like dis I haven't seen a, a disjointed trilogy like this bad since the Star Wars the last Star yeah. Wars movies came out. Like there's there's no trilogy here. This no. is just a series of movies that you guys are going to try to tell. It's us. like someone just went, oh shit, how can I fuck this up even worse? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Scream comes out in 1996. Yes. Changes the game. Yes. Uh, Scream makes a ton of money. I remember seeing that in the theater. God, that was... I mean, I just remember. There's there's, there's some movies where you just don't want them to end. You're well, having and such a great time. What Scream does is it makes fun of the stupid shit that goes on in these movies like this. Literally references this movie. <laughs> yes. I mean, the original Halloween. They're yes. watching it. They're having a house party, and they're watching the original Halloween. Although, I will tell you, I got I to gotta find this quote. Because it was it was from Rob Zombie about Halloween and the fact that everyone's trying to attribute, you know, sex and drugs and, you know, misbehavior is what gets them killed. And he says, to me, these kids are just engaging in normal teenage behavior. They get bec- they get killed because they're not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> per per John Carpenter. But all of the other subsequent films out there do the exact same thing. You know, the Friday, the 13th, the Oh yeah, no, I agree. Nightmare on Elm street. I agree. So what, what is, what is scream? What do we get after scream? We get, I know what you did last summer. We get urban legend. We get, we get all these, you know, the cool hip nineties teenagers, you know, obviously a scream two comes out. It's the Dawson's Creek. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. You know, all right. So 98 rolls around this point i'm 20 years old mm-hmm. i remember seeing the preview for this movie halloween h2o halloween 20 years later later jamie lee curtis is coming back this is the first time it may not be the first time that it's happened but it's the first time that it's the idea of retconning uh some uh, a whole franchise yes was this was this is how it was introduced to me so i will say i from my understanding it was this is a direct sequel to two Correct. However, I was listening to another podcast that said that in the original script, it was a direct sequel to six. Oh, because in one of the one of the early scripts, one of her students is talking about how Jamie is killed by Michael Myers and she runs off to the bathroom and throws up, loses it because that's her daughter. Yes. Right. Um, However, in the in the final cut. This is a direct sequel to Halloween 2. Great. So, so this, let, let's enter 
there's been up until this point, there's been two timelines. All right. Yes. So just just I'm, and again, I'm just doing this out, out, of, out of thin air. Okay. <laughs> so you have the first timeline is Halloween one, two, four, five, six. Yep. The second timeline would be Halloween three standalone. It's its own thing. Yep. Now this is when we're going to get our first retcon timeline. Halloween H two O is going to be parts one, two, and then H two O. Yes. At, with the final, the finished product being. Resurrection or not resurrection? No. Um, no, no. I'm just saying, like, yeah, resurrection is actually part um, of this timeline as well. Correct. Yes. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, th- but this was my first example yes. of of them going, oh no, no, those didn't move. Those movies didn't exist. Yes. So and smartly done yeah. because you want you don't want those movies to have existed. Right. So okay, I'm gonna <laughs> here comes the here comes the truth bomb. All right. I didn't see this movie in the theater. I did. I didn't rent it. No. And I actually saw Halloween Resurrection without even seeing H2O. Oh. That's how much I was so done with the Halloween franchise. So You chose Busta over Jamie? Let me tell you something. I didn't feel like I was missing a thing, by the way. <laughs> but let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on Halloween H2O? Were you, you hyped up for it? Um, so I was hyped up for it at the time because I was looking forward to this one. What I love in this one are some of the throwbacks to the original so when they're when in the original when Jamie's in the class and she's gazing out the window and the teachers talking to her, same thing happens in this one. Except and Michael Myers is outside the window. Except this time she's the teacher. You know, at the end of it, when she's telling her son, like, you know, get out of here, go down to the street and talk to the whoever and have them call nine one one. You know, it's, it harkens back to the original. The overall pacing of it you're because you know what you want you're like get in there and fucking kill some people already it almost mirrors the original yeah because no one gets killed for quite a while you know right in the beginning you do and then it takes a little bit of time i appreciated Lori's psychosis almost okay. she's she comes across as very damaged i think the acting of the teenage characters i think LL Cool J being in it. They finally brought in a black character. Yeah. <laughs> it only it took, took seven movies. 20 years. Yeah. 20 years and seven movies. So I watched this this morning. Okay. Okay. And I'd seen bits and pieces of it sporadically over the past 20 something years. And this is my, this is my understanding of how, how I'm interpreting the film and why I, I don't like this movie. You like the movie. I, if I were to give it my own Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score, I would give it a 60. I'd give it a 30. And But I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I was like trying to figure out, why am I not even into this at all? Here's the conclusion that I came to. This is a bigger budget version of Halloween than what had been made with 4, 5, and 6. Yep. Okay? With 4, 5, and 6, your principal cast, most of them are just cannon fodder to be you know, dispatched by Michael Myers. Okay. But once we get into 1996, once we get into Scream, okay, what's one of the what's one of the things that I love about Scream? Oh, the characters are really interesting. Yep. All right, and I want to get it to know builds all the character them. development. Yeah. And and with H two O, I'm interested in Laurie's story, but the rest of the cast, LL Cool J's good, okay, but the rest of the cast are boring. As how fuck. do you? How does Michelle Williams not come through as a darling in this? When she, I mean, one of the best actresses of our generation, and she just comes across flat. All right, two things about Joss Harnett. All right, I think he's terrific 
in Black Black Hawk Down. Okay, this is his first movie, wasn't it? Because I, I only because see it because he does the faculty like the next year or the same year. I think he does the faculty the it next year. It lists him and the credits yeah. on the opening credits is introducing yeah, Josh okay. Hartnett. Yeah, absolutely. So must be. Somebody needed to introduce him to a barber at some point. <laughs> or a fucking, I mean, tie your tie. All right, listen, I'm just going like, to say this just, right now. Like, God, like my the name. 90s was known for a lot of things, but th- he's always going to be known for having bad hair. Yeah. He, had it, he had it in the faculty and he had it in H2O. <laughs> I'm just going to say. I'm just he like, looks exactly like Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. though. Why Why he works in, in Black Hawk Down is he's, he's in the military. He's got a buzz cut. <laughs> so I could not give a shit about any of the characters in this movie. And I was no. I was bored to tears. I literally had, you know, a little skip ahead button, 15 seconds. I find myself doing this. I'm like, yeah. all right, I know where we're going. I know where we're going. Well. And the thing too is, you know, they, they tried to give her a love interest with Adam Arkin. Yeah. And just, there wasn't a point to it because they didn't try to develop it at all. I respect the fact that she was dealing with the trauma. She was clearly an alcoholic, got the pills the whole night. Like yeah. she, she is, she is trying to, to hide the, or suppress the trauma without dealing with it. Yeah. Um, and then I find the, the end, the ending's interesting. You know, I was like, all right. Okay. Well, she, she decapitates him, and all right, we're we're moving on. But the, look, the movie made seventy five million dollars against. Uh, let's see, what was the budget on this thing? Seventeen million dollar budget makes seventy five million bucks. So it was it was right at that. It 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 was perfect timing. It's a post scream world, and that's yeah. what we got. We get the scream Halloween. Well, and the the best part of it for me, and I did not catch it until my rewatch this this last time, was Vivian Lee's. Yes. Cameo. Yeah, no, that's, that, I respect and, that. And not just that, because I, I actually had to pause it and go look it up. She gets into the same car she drove in, in Psycho, Psycho yep. with the same license plate. Same I'm like, yeah. come on. I appreciate it. That. That, that I love. That I appreciate it. So, so her mother, her mother makes an appearance, the original Scream Queen. Which is, I, I, and I, that was not lost on me. Like, I, I like that. I can, I can appreciate that. So right. for, the, for the numbers? Yes, for the numbers. All right. For so the Rotten numbers. Tomato. Okay. I'm going to say the Rotten Tomato on this one because I know the, the world we're living in, it's post scream. I'm going to say Rotten Tomato on this one. All right. Above 50%? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say 67%. 52. 52. Half of the people hated this one. Okay. Or did not right. like this one. I, I, I'm going to put it this way. I didn't hate this movie watching it like i wasn't like uh, but i found it a kind of a slog to get it through. was yeah and i was like you see that dave Chappelle like wrap it up yeah i, I was kind <laughs> of like, that's like i'm like hitting a little fast forward icon i'm like this is now so we end this one with a body count of uh, go ahead seven which includes michael myers yes but not but not <laughs> it includes him, but not. Includes him, but uh, not. So this movie does well. It yeah, seventy-five million. So we're going to wait four more years before we do another. Before one. they screw it up again. Before, okay, so here comes. Here's an interesting thing because I said I didn't see H two O in the theaters. So the first Halloween movie I'm going to see <laughs> in the theater and remind. I set the tone. It's two thousand two. Okay. Yep. I don't know what am I twenty. See, I would have been 19, 21. So reality TV is rampant. Yeah, yeah. Survivors kicking off. Real World's into its 15th season. Yeah. It's reality everything at this point. I am. This is one of the. This is during the time period where I'm seeing pretty much everything that comes out, just blindly seeing everything. Yep. So I saw this in the theater having not seen H2O yet. 
So I'm literally, I'm going okay. into, like, I'm just like, I'm just going to go see whatever. I'm just going to go see a horror movie. Who cares? Uh, we get 10 minutes of, the first 10 minutes of, of this movie has Jamie Lee Curtis contractually obligated to make this appearance. Yes. And I remember thinking, what a disrespectful way to end her character. Very much so. I, I was very, very disappointed in that. Um, so this is four years later. and four she's, years later. I think even in the timeline there. Yeah. Explains her long hair. Yes. Yeah. And she is in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. Not what outwardly because of the fact that she thought she was killing Michael Myers, but she actually killed an, or, an ambulance driver yeah, or that Michael like that. Put, put into his costume. Yeah, put the mask on him and everything. Because he thought. There's, uh, I mean, there's your Saturday morning 1930 uh, yeah. serial thing again. Yeah. So Michael's not dead. How he wasn't convenient. decapitated. How convenient. And Lori's just been biding her time and lures him to the roof and kisses him. Yeah. Kisses him a, a, a kiss before she, uh, she falls. A kiss before dying. And just the death, the death of Lori Strode. Um, what 24 years after yeah. the, the original. Uh, very unceremonial. No, uh, yeah. And I remember thinking like, all right, and then we get into this movie, which is, I don't uh, what are we doing? We're spending the night in the Myers house. It's going to be live streamed on the internet. With <laughs> Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks yeah. as the yeah. producer hosts. Uh, I just, yeah. again, no character that you can latch on to, no character development. No. I don't care about, I 20 minutes in, I'm like, when they're in the hotel talking about what they're going to do, I'm like, I fucking hope someone busts in right now and kills all you people. Like I could give a shit. Like yeah. the, I was, I remember being in the, I was there with a couple of buddies of mine. And I think at one point I was even like, well, you guys want to go? Yeah. One, one of my buddies was like, no, this is good. I'm into this. I'm like, Fuck, that, I rode with you here. Didn't I? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think the line of the movie is when Buster rhymes roundhouse kicks yeah. Michael Myers to the face and says, Happy Halloween, motherfucker. He always says, trick or treat, trick motherfucker. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Like, ugh. Oh, it's so bad. And, and, and so where's bad. the setup that he's like this, like, uh, martial arts guy? Uh, Just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So. It's bad. This movie, again, $15 million budget makes $37 million. Probably has a decent opening weekend because a lot of people liked H2O. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Let's look at the numbers. I'm going to say Rotten Tomato on this one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go generous and say 18. percent You're close. 12. 12. Yeah. 12 okay. percent with a-, a body count. I'm going to say 12. Also very close. 11. 11. Body right. count of 11. All right. So this movie is considered a just a despicable end to this Halloween timeline. Yes. After this one, everyone goes, all right, we're done. We're done. We're done. This, but is, some- this is 2002. But something's going to change over the next couple of years. Yes. All right. And there's going to be a company called Platinum Dunes, which is going to come out. And they're going to start making remakes of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of the Hills Have Eyes, of the Hitcher, Amityville Horror. And, they, and they're successful. And they're successful. I don't love them, but I love new takes on old classics. And the thing is, look, these movies probably didn't have huge budgets, but with by 2000, by the early 2000s, I mean, cinematography is getting better. I mean, you're getting, you're get, they look good. Yeah. Like the movies look good. They do. Yep. So, (laughs) well, (laughs) that's going to bring us to, uh, let's get dirty. That's going to bring us to 2007. Um, ooh, okay. 
Let me just pull one. Let me just pull my notes up on this one real quick here. That's going to bring us to August 31st, 2007. Before we get into the Rob Zombie directed, written and directed Halloween movie, by this point he's done House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects, which I'm 50-50 on. I like The Devil's Rejects. I actually love The Devil's Rejects. I think it's a great, great movie. Could care less about House of a Thousand Corpses. Your thoughts on those two films? I would say I'm 50-50 on all Rob Zombie movies. Yeah. I appreciate the – and this is not a – this is definitely not an insult. I appreciate the demented take he has on the characters, on the story. I appreciate looking at it from not a class half full kind of perspective. Yeah. He goes to a darker place than most people, and it is rewarding at times, like in The Devil's Rejects. Other times, it – it seems gratuitous. Yeah, yeah. So I remember seeing the preview for, for okay, enough time's gone by. All right, it's been five years since Halloween <clears throat> Resurrection. All right, so we're we're in a world of remakes. Yes. And I'm not hating the remakes. Like I'm, like I said, I, I, I said this, I saw the Amityville Horror remake with mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan that Reynolds, was, yep. That was pretty good. I liked the Hitcher remake yeah. with Sean Bean. I thought that was, no, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Rob Zombie's going to do a Halloween movie. All right. You know, the trailers look interesting. The trailers look like it's going to be a a remake. All right. Well, that's not the bill of goods that we were sold. And I knew within the first five minutes of this film that I had made a horrible mistake (laughs) even going to the theater. So I will ask you, what are your thoughts on Rob Zombie's Halloween? Um, So... Now, just looking at the first movie alone, let me focus on some positives. Okay. This one explores Michael Myers' psyche as a person becoming evil by his surroundings rather than some external force causing him to be evil. Correct. Correct. In the first Halloween, John Carpenter, which is called John Carpenter's Halloween, if you're ever looking for it on a streaming service. Don't look for Halloween because you'll find this one and you'll cry. Um, his sister and the original one is killed four or five minutes into the movie. That's correct. Yeah. I think in this one, it's nearly 30 minutes in. Yeah. So it explores the fact that his mom is a stripper. His stepdad is a quadriplegic piece of shit who likes staring at his stepdaughter. Or I mean, I don't even know if they're married. Um, it it delves into the psyche, and the, the first thing I thought was, whoa. In the first 30 minutes, I'm like, we're, we're going to get a backstory on Michael finally. Not something that's been told to us, but actually get to see it. Yeah, so this is – it's it's really an origin story and a remake. Yes. Uh, at the same time. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you know. That, that was me. I'm, that's, that's my nice take yep. so far. So okay. I'm – trying to rewatch as many of these movies as I can mm-hmm. in, in preparation for this conversation. So I end up renting this movie. Okay. So I gave, I paid money to watch this. What I didn't realize was that I had rented the director's cut. Ooh. Okay. Now, basically, if you're wondering what a director's cut, a Rob Zombie director's cut, it's basically... Everything the MPAA said you can't have in this movie, 
add it back to the movie. Yeah. That's NC-17. That's X. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this thing added like an extra 12 minutes. And that may not sound like a lot. But that's the gory 12 minutes. And some of the dialogue. Ooh. And I I was literally aghast. Like, I text you. and I, well, Actually, let me, let me just read the text that I sent to you. <laughs> because I was just like... Um, Okay, this was the text I sent you Saturday, 8.30 in the morning, because that's a perfect time to be watching. <laughs> yeah, you have your, your runny eggs and bacon. And- I said, Jesus Christ, I'm watching Rob Zombie's 2007 Halloween. I hate this movie. It's cruel, nasty, and obscene. And it's occurred to me that I'm also, that I'm watching the director's cut, which is even worse. <laughs> I said, the word that comes to mind when watching Rob Zombie's Halloween movies is unnecessary, and you follow back with gratuitously unnecessary. Yes. You're making it your own movie. I get it. Totally understand that. You're making it your take. And and I guess, you know, if you look at the pedigree of what he's done leading up to this, no one should be surprised. No. But in the, you know, in the world of Halloween this just didn't work for me at all. And I saw this in the theater when it came out in 2007 and, and, and made it almost to the end. Like at one point I just, I said, I just can't That's do this it. anymore. I, uh, I will say this. I, I do like Malcolm McDowell. I think he's, he's doing a good Dr. Loomis. He's, he's making it his own character. And he, I do like that. He plays it very pretentious and very self-involved. And I, I, I think he did a great job coming that coming through with that. This movie's way too long. Movie's way too long. And the other thing I do not like, and I did not like, is, and again, we're, we're, you're always comparing this back to the original. The original, Lori is innocent. She's the one who doesn't want to ask anyone to the dance, has not had sex, is not babysitting and drinking and inviting guys over. She is the personification of innocence. And in this one, it's the opposite. She is, she is a promiscuous teenager. That's right. And I had a hard time reconciling the evil that's coming after her with the behavior that she's. Rep- I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not saying that <laughs> the behavior that she represented invokes any kind of evil upon her, but but with tried and true tested established rules for the horror movie yes, especially I mean, one that was set that the original set that rule in place yes. he's trying to subvert the uh, the expectations but and, and here's the other thing you when you meet Lori and I, I had to write this down cuz I'm like when are we going to get to see her it's 50 minutes into the first movie right. 50, like an hour in right. that's the first time you see her it's like what's going on here it's more a movie about Michael and the brutality that he represents. I mean, the whole prison break scene, which in the original was intimated and then took two minutes. No, and, and there's like in, in the original, there's that eerie scene minutes. where the where the nurses says, "Do they always let them out at night?" Yeah, you know, right. and that's like scary. That's yeah. eerie. This is, you know, um, okay. All right. We're talking about Halloween movies here. I'm not necessarily talking about Rob Zombie movies. He has his dedicated hardcore fans. Remains to be seen what they think about the monsters, which you and I have both seen. And stay tuned. We will have an episode (laughs) on that one. But, you know, you you know what you're 
my fault is going into this movie, I should have known what I, I should have been prepared. I should have been smart enough to say, well, this is Rob Zombie doing this. Right. You know, but from what I understand, like he got John Carpenter's blessing to make this movie. And Carpenter said, all I ask of you is make it your own movie. Yeah. Well, he does for the first hour. So I guess respect for that, you you know, uh, but then he just immediately well, just does a carbon copy of. Yeah. Of, of And I, I will say. What John Carpenter did so brilliantly was he built the suspense in the movie with the uncertainty, yeah. with the scene, with what the possibility is that could happen. You know, even some, even most of the murders, you you very rarely you've got like a gory perspective of it. And this Rob Zombie, he doesn't build suspense. He builds fear because you're like, oh, dear God, what is he going to do to this person? Yeah. No, it's it's, it's an uneasiness. Yeah. That is, at some point in this, upon, and this, I'm talking about the theatrical version. I'm not even talking about that fucking thing I watched on Saturday. <laughs> but at some point, I was just like, enough. Like, enough. Like, yeah. like, and the director's cut. Like, at some point, I have to hit that skip button. I can't watch <laughs> you stab Danny Trejo that many more oh, times. I know. Like, 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 and dear I dear God, when we get to 2009's Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Um, but let's let's just let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. So All right. I'm actually I'm at a loss for what I think the Rotten Tomato score would be. But I'm going to go ahead and say 42. 42. Um, the Rotten Tomato score on this is actually 28. Okay, I was being way too generous. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people praised it. There were a lot of really good reviews, but essentially 72% of the people who watched it thought it was not favorable. Body count? What, what would you think? Oh, so let me go through the other ones. Halloween, just going down through the motions. 5, 10, 16, 20, 17, 7, 11, and... This one right here, this one has... Okay, so the little point gets them. The sister... 9? 22. 22. 20. God. And I just saw this two days two. ago. 22. <sighs> All right. So this uh, this movie made on a $15 million budget makes $80 million. It mm-hmm. makes more money than H2O. Yep. All right. So uh, by this point, all right, this is uh, Mustafa Akkad, unfortunately, him and his daughter were killed in a bombing. And they were... I, don't remember which country they were in, but they was they weren't the targets. They was a bombing at a hotel, right? And so the rights of this movie went down to his son, um, for Malik, for, Ma, yeah, Malik Akkad. So obviously, fifteen million dollar budget, eighty million at the box office, probably another fifty to eighty million on home video. Let's he, do it he, again. He's like telling Rob Zombie, you know, I want we need to do another one of these, and Rob Zombie is saying no. I don't want to do another one of these films. It was so mentally and physically taxing. Which is what John Carpenter yeah. said, too. So like, I don't want to do this. I yeah. can't do this again. And Akkad is like, look, if you do this, when I say 100% creative control, I won't interfere at all. Rob Zombie still doesn't want to do it. Eventually, he says, well, they're going to make this with or without me. So I don't want them to ruin what I've started. So he agrees to do this movie. And two years later, we get Halloween 2. But again, at the end of Halloween, what do I call it? Halloween 2007? Yeah. yeah. Um, it ends with Laurie shooting Michael in the face. Yeah. 
And I, and it's brutal. It's brutal. And just the way she screams, like it's just, uh, yeah. it's, it's brutal. And then are we're, we're led to believe that he killed Loomis at yes. the, in, in 2007, you know? So that, that tells me, and it's clear because when you do the research on, uh, on the fact that Zombie didn't want to do a sequel, I respect the fact that he was making what he thought was going to be a standalone movie with a beginning, middle, and end. Like you said, no supernatural element. At the yep. end of the movie, Lordy kills him. Yep. And that's it. Yep. And that I can respect. It's the execution it, of how he did the movie, which I, I can't get through. Yeah. It was – It was. it's painful to watch uh, because of how realistic it is. Yes. It's – it, as much as Loomis screams about it in the early movies, it is evil personified. Yeah. And I will say this. I don't know why, but I went and bought a ticket for Halloween 2 in 2009. I don't know if a couple <laughs> years had – two years had gone by and I wasn't really thinking about it. You're a glutton for punishment. Oh, shit. I didn't see, I didn't see this until like – I don't even know, like two, three years ago. Okay. Well, I didn't make it through the. I, I didn't make it through the movie. Like I can tell you right now, like, I okay. didn't. I mean, about thirty minutes into the movie, there's the scene where the two guys driving like the coroner truck oh, and they hit the God. cow, and that was the point where I just said, "I, I, I can't do this." Mm. I, it's so realistic. This is the one where they're talking about having sex yes. with corpses. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then just to set the scene for everyone. Just set the scene, and, and then, and then trying to catch up on this movie because I know we're going to have this conversation. I again rent the movie and again, it's the fucking director's cut. <laughs> Why they're calling it the director's cut, I don't know. Just call it the unrated <laughs> cut. And I get to that scene and the dialogue is far worse. I think you do this okay? to yourself. <laughs> and the aftermath of when oh, that shit. van hits the cow, the aftermath of the one guy, how injured he is, it hangs on him for a good three or four minutes before oh, Michael God. Myers comes out. And I I couldn't even finish my coffee watching that <laughs> yesterday morning. And uh, this is in the interest of full disclosure. Oh, sorry. I stopped watching it again. <laughs> yeah, so I have okay, never yeah. finished this movie before. Okay. Well, there's no reason to. What I've heard. And I mean, I did a little YouTube, you know, re, uh, you know, Wikipedia, review, yeah. like I just, you know, there's, a, you know, there's, you know, a ton of YouTube channels like where you just, here's what happened in this movie. And I, and I see that he didn't go, you, you think he's going to go the route of the original Halloween too, where, you know, Lori's in the hospital and stuff that ends up being a dream sequence. Yeah. Um, and I guess my hat is off to the idea that he just made it a completely original story. Um, I can give him credit for that possibly give him credit for that because i wasn't fucking finishing this thing i was done i was done so much so and we'll get to this so much so that nine years later when another halloween movie coming is coming out i'm like fuck this i'm not i'm I'm out i'm done this turned you off of it completely turned me off of rob zombie movies pretty much uh, i have not seen 31 i have not seen salem which was it the salem witches or which is a salem or I, whatever it is i don't follow him he's I, he's my uh darren aronofsky i haven't seen yeah I, I haven't seen three from hell the sequel to devil's reject i i've i'm done i'm done because there's just certain things in my life i don't need to see i don't seek these things out 
And the shit I saw in the unrated version of Halloween 2 was enough to me say, I'm, I'm done. I could see that. So, I actually, the there's not much more you can say about that. The only thing I wrote in my notes rewatching it the other day was, this is intentionally gory, unrelenting, full-on horror with moments of relief, but straight-up pain. Yeah. That is, it's, I mean. It's cruel. It is. Both of them are cruel. Yeah. Halloween 2 is exceptionally cruel in some parts. Very much so. Um, and, and who, okay, I don't know how this is going to be received when I, with what I'm about to say, but who the fuck enjoys shit like that? Like, I, if someone came up to me and said, man, I absolutely loved Halloween 2. I can't wait to watch it every day. I, we watch it every year for Halloween. I'm like. No, I, I, I honestly don't know who enjoys. I, I enjoy the story, that amount of gratuitous violence, though. Bring it back 50%, and I'm yeah. in, and I'm watching the movie. The story was there. Yeah, absolutely. The the gore factor just, it took it it took it too far. Uh, and this goes back to what I'm saying. No one can deny, he, Rob Zombie's got interesting characters in his movies. I'm not oh, going to yeah. deny that. It's just, you just, you, you just go over the edge. Yeah. It's just, it's so gratuitous. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on Faces of Death. Yeah, and absolutely. Every other single horror movie out there, this was... This was a, a step above. It was. I, it just, I'm just picturing him like when he's directing the scenes, like that scene in the hospital when when um, I can't remember the actress's name when she's like getting stabbed in the back, oh, and it's yeah. just, it's he's like I do it again. I just see him again, 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 and I'm just like, ah, it's so tough. All right, I'm gonna say this has a Rotten Tomatoes score of six. You would wish. This actually has um, a little bit less than the first one at 23. No shit. And a lower body count at 19. Okay. All right. So, just for reference, um, uh, this accounts for, if you don't include Halloween 3, this is 25% of all Michael Myers kills are in these two movies. Jesus. So, a quarter of them. Okay, so... This Halloween movie, same budget, fifteen million, makes thirty nine million. So it takes in half. But you would account for marketing and yeah, oh yeah, production yeah. and release and absolutely because by this point in two thousand nine, yeah, that's that's a box office disaster right there because yeah, your 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 marketing is usually twice what your budget is or at least double the same as your budget. Like if it's 300 million to make a movie, it's at least 300 million to market it. Yeah. So if this thing is And who's buying the merch on this one? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. And and all right, and then, you know, we just all go about our lives, no big deal. We're the 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 remake craze has settled down because yep. at this point, like I mentioned, you got Friday the 13th remake comes out in 2009, same year, much better movie in my opinion. Yep. 2010. You get the Jackie Earl Haley, Samuel Bear directed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which, which I was very excited to see in the theater. And I saw opening day and was underwhelmed. I'll, I'll say that term. I, underwhelmed. I, I liked it. It's, it's a, to me, it, it, he's a great actor. He's he tremendous. Yeah. He could smile and give a graduation speech and I'd be scared shitless. Yeah. No, no. I'm not going to say it's a horrible movie. Uh, uh, it's certainly better than anything Rob Zombie's ever done. <laughs> okay, it's certainly it's certainly better than parts four, five, and six. Right. It's certainly better than Resurrection. Hell, I would probably watch the Elm Street remake over H two O. Right, um, and it's visually interesting. So, 
the remake craze has, has calmed down a little bit by this point. So we're going to we're just going to coast through the 2010s. All good. Not, you know, in some horror movies coming out. Then for the 40th anniversary, it's Boom, announced. Shakalaka. It's announced. And this is an interesting pedigree. You've got Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. You've got David Gordon Green directing based on a script written by him. And Danny, Danny McBride, McBride, who's one of my favorite yeah. actors. And I'm like, well, this is interesting. I'm like, this is interesting. But no, thank you. I'm done with Halloween. Really? That, no, yeah. 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 Well, done. I mean, after I'm your experience, yeah. yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I just, uh, I've reached the age where horror movies are no longer interesting. That's what I was telling myself <laughs> four years ago. Or, uh, yeah, four years. No, it's not for me. And then here at the restaurant across the street, the Marion Theater did Halloween the original in the 2018. Yeah. And you know, I'm be honest with you. Like, I think it was like a year after the movie came out. I finally sat down and watched it. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll, you know, as all the subsequent films that came out to me, always it ruined the brand. Yeah. But every single October, my wife and I always watched Halloween one and two. I mean, religiously. Yeah. So for 20 years, we watched that, and we didn't like the Rob Zombie versions. When this came out, same thing. I saw it in the theaters opening day. Thought it was fucking brilliant. Hated the fact. So, again, this is retconned. Mm-hmm. I did not like the fact that they went from one to this and skipped over two. Yeah. I would have appreciated if they took put two in there, but. And the thing for me this was. This is our fourth timeline? Yeah, so this this new timeline. Okay, so there's the Rob Zombie timeline. That's its own thing. Oh, that's fifth timeline then. Okay, yeah. yep. And then this is timeline, whatever timeline this is. This is 1, 2018. I tried to do a flow chart yeah, last yeah. night. I'm like, I, I can't fucking get this done. Um, so this movie does retcon everything except the original. Yes. So even the events of Halloween 2 from 1981 where she's in the hospital, no, none of that has happened. Never happened. This none is a direct happened. sequel. And I remember that was the, the, the one interesting question I had in my mind is like, well, how did they capture Michael Myers in 2018? Because it opens up love it with fucking couple podcasters. You know, I just I love the world. That's the world we're living in <laughs> now. And that opening scene at the, uh, you know, the the mental hospital. Uh, I said, well, how did they get him? Now, that's going to be answered in the next the next film. But uh, I was just I was on board. And you know what? Make no mistake about it. This is a very graphic and violent movie extremely yes but it knows when the audience has had enough it knows when to pump the brakes now halloween kills probably pushes that line a little bit more than this one does (laughs) but i remember just being disappointed that i didn't see this in the theater yeah but but if you look what i had to deal with (laughs) <laughs> look, 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 look at the look at the run of Halloween movies for the past twenty years no, leading up to this. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think what I what I liked about this is it took what you had in H two O of Lori being damaged, where she's you know asking for wine at lunch, and she's like, "I'd like my wine today." Like, go get it. And this one, she is a recluse. She had her daughter taken away from her because mm-hmm. of her, you know whatever it was gun training just she, she turned into sarah connor yeah from terminator yes, 2 exactly that's exactly what she did yeah that, 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 that literally she literally was she was training her daughter to deal with having to deal with her brother yeah or her 
Yeah, I mean, her brother, essentially. No, or uncle. Uncle. Does it even, is it even said in this new timeline that they're related? Uh, it is. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Because it's never said that. It's only said a, in two. It's only said in two. So yeah, that's the assumption because. That's the assumption because, but is it has actually said it? Yeah. Because she always has, a, she always talks about her brother. Okay. In this. Okay. I have to, uh, the, uh, interestingly enough, 2018 and Halloween Kills are the two movies that I didn't, you didn't re-watch. rewatch. <laughs> well, I've seen Halloween Kills six times in the past year, so I didn't feel like a, a rewatch was necessary. I, I, I just finished my rewatch of that last night. Okay. All right. Um, so, ah, uh, Rotten Tomato score for this one. Are you ready? I'm taking a, I'm taking a guess. Okay. It's above 50%. It is. All right. 73 very close, seventy nine percent. Seventy nine. This was a very well received yeah, movie. It's a good movie. It's it is up until, in my opinion, it really is up until that point. So from seventy eight to twenty eighteen, in my humble opinion, it is the best Halloween sequel. Yes, that's my opinion. It is, I, I have it listed as my number two overall. So it to sequel. me, yeah, it became the you can forget all the the the, the stuff in the middle. And if you're gonna do what you and your wife do, yep. you can you can even drop Halloween too, and you can watch '78 Halloween, '2018 Halloween, and, and talk about the box office for this one. Oh yeah, oh the box office so, was massive on this thing. Hold on, the the, the best we had before this was actually the original in '78, yeah, making a little over seventy million. That's right. And then the box office for this one, this is insane. All right. So this has an estimated budget of ten to fifteen million dollars, and according to what I'm seeing here, two hundred and fifty-five right. million dollars. Two hundred and fifty-five million. That's massive. That's more than I think. Let's see. That's more than most of them combined. Probably two through all the rest of them combined. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's yeah. Body count. Body count on this one. I'm gonna say eighteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Very close. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and I thought this was this was a very smart movie. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis did an amazing job. I thought her granddaughter, I can't remember her her name in that, but you got that hint, and I think we talked about it in one of our reviews of this. I got that hint that her staring at the knife several times, I'm like, oh, man, we got a Jamie situation coming up here. And then we um, segue into Halloween Kills. Right, which we have talked about quite yes. a bit on this show. Um, yes. So, I have and will continue to be a staunch <laughs> defender of Halloween Kills. It's uh, it's my favorite sequel to the Halloween movies. So, if I'm, I'm not going to go through the entire ranking, but it would be Halloween, Halloween Kills, and then 2018 Halloween. Those are okay. those are the three movies that I recognize in my Halloween franchise. Like I'm, it's Halloween time. I'm going to sit down and watch movies. I, I'm ignoring the rest. So, and let's just be honest, like. Even after this conversation, like, I love how it started. Clearly, I love how this thing has been, you know, how it's been. But everything in the middle <laughs> makes no difference to me one way or the other. Like, yeah, I, 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 the rest of them are just, they're fodder. Parts two, three, four, five, six, H2O, <laughs> Halloween Resurrection, both Rob Zombie films. <sighs> if you told me, hey. You can never watch them again. I'll be like, all right, well, that's probably too soon. <laughs> Promise? Yeah. So, actually, I put it out on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff here. So, the tweet I put was, we are recording an episode on the Halloween franchise besides the original. Which one is your favorite and why? I will read your answers on the episode. Okay. So, I put 
I think the smart money will be on Halloween kills. You put, don't say three. <laughs> to which everybody responded, three. I got a tweet from Clark who said, from the original run, The Curse of Michael Myers, it's got laughs. It has that horror vibe, which makes Michael scary. And Paul Rudd is in it. The Rob Zombie Halloween is my favorite serious run of the movie. I like the twist of having everyone who dies deserve it. That's interesting. You touched on that a little bit. Yep. Uh, Eddie Colter put, for me, it's Halloween 3. I love Tom Atkins, and the movie has a folk horror vibe. I agree. I'm a fan of Hammer's Quartermass films, and this movie reminds me of those, which isn't surprising since the original screenplay was written by Nigel Neal, the creator of Quartermass. Okay. Movie Oblique said minus four even though the mask is a bit too white <laughs> love the twist ending conrad <laughs> let's see you put a gif of the joker saying and here we go and i accidentally yeah. said another one <laughs> charles albright albright put i'm with f this movie the rob zombie movie sequels are pretty great i think if you cut out one third to one half of two it would be pretty great maybe a long supercut of one and edit it Two. I'm, I'm assuming he's referring to the two Rob Zombie movies. Yeah. Let's see. This is from Dennis. It's almost Halloween. Says three is so spooky. And then Scarlet Perer, who is clearly a bot with zero followers, says, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Moving along to Instagram real quick here. So give me just a second here. And on Instagram, my friend, uh, my friend over in Holland, Vincent, said, absolutely, the first one in Halloween kills. Yes. The first one still gives me the chills, especially in the first half. The parts where Michael just stands there being a threat, very scary. The last one had such a good pace, had such a good pacing. The killings were so brutal, brutal, and it's masterful middle part of the last trilogy. But I haven't seen the last one yet. Can't wait. Mark Daniel said the direct sequel was a worthy uh, continuation of the first movie. The last time that both Loomis and Laurie were in a Halloween movie played by the original actors besides the first two. I like I like the last two H2 uh, Halloween 2018 and Kills. Hmm. What do you think of Halloween Kills? No, no, no. Wait, well, let me just set this question up. OK, because I've been saving this question. This is probably going to be. And by the way, thank you for sending for those that sent those those in there. Um now, Jason, I've been waiting to ask you a really interesting question because you texted me yesterday and you said that you have watched Halloween Kills again. Yep. And your thoughts have changed on the movie. They right? have. Now, just let's remind the listeners over the past year your thought, your 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 overall take. My interpretation of your overall take of Halloween Kills is you were just not a fan of that movie. Not a fan. It was campy. You know the whole. Tommy evil dies tonight, um, bringing characters back just to kill them. I did not like the, the first time I saw it in the theater. I didn't like it. The second time I saw it in the theater, did not like it. Was kind of drugged back there. Saw it again yesterday, and I absolutely hate it. <laughs> set me up you son of a bitch you set me up um you set me up you set me up i just want okay i, I just want to set the stage yesterday i get a text from him my i've seen 
I rewatched <laughs> Halloween Kills. My thoughts have changed, and I'm like, oh my god. Well, well I don't even want to know. We're gonna wait until we wait until we record the episode. You, so you tricked me. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think it's more gory than Rob Zombie's version. So in all the other Halloweens, you get the murders. You get that stabbing in the face or the whatever, you know, pinned against the wall. This one has a level of brutality to Michael that I didn't pay attention to before. So there's a scene where he breaks into that one couple's house yeah. to do nothing but steal a knife, which he did in Halloween 2 and he's done mm-hmm. previously. Beats the guy nearly to death and then pulls a fluorescent light tube out of the socket and stabs this woman in the neck, mm-hmm. then pulls her husband onto the table and not just like stabs him like, ah, oh, I'm going to keep killing you. Grabs different he, stops. He, he's testing out the knives. He's and grabs the different best. knives. Yeah. He shoves a light or a flashlight inside a cop's head that he's severed. He's staging bodies on a playground. Like it is gratuitously violent. I, so, body count, 31. That's right. The highest of the yeah. – He kills 11 first responders just because. He could have walked off. I mean, there is – there's the evil Michael Myers, and this feels like an emotional Michael Myers. And I did not – rewatching it again, I did not like it. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> the original comments I had with, you know, evil dies tonight and all that – you know, I I still agree. I still contend with, but this this movie is twenty percent of the overall Michael Myers murders of the entire series, and it's we're not talking about a little bit like you know stab here and there. It's gory as fuck. I do think that it is very graphic and very violent. More than the first one. More than the first one. More than twenty eighteen. I will contend that. I do not think it's as brutal as the Rob Zombie movies. Ooh, it's I, close. And maybe, I don't know. There, there, I, I just, and I'm sure that David Gordon Green had to cut things down a little bit because he was clearly going for maybe it. Maybe I was watching the director's cut. Maybe you were watching the director's cut. <laughs> but I will say that I am, yeah, it's definitely, and I'm going to see, I'm going to be very curious to see what he does with this last film. Right. You know, we don't know yet. So Rotten Tomatoes on this one. Okay. I think I already know the Rotten Tomatoes on this one. I think this one dropped like down to like 31% or that's, something that's like a, that. It's sitting at 39 right 39. now. 39. Okay. Box but off. it made $130 million yeah, at the box which office. Which is half of what 2018 made. So you have to wonder, you know, and then now part of this, there's there's a couple factors in that. Number one. It comes out in 2021. The pandemic is still right. very much a thing. Very true. It does bring in like $30, $40 million opening weekend in the box office, but it was also released streaming the same day. That's true. I have to believe that this movie does $55, 60000000 million. I think, I think it being released at home cut into its box office. And well, it's going to happen with the next? I mean, yeah. Peacock. They're doing it again. Why? Peacock. I mean- Jamie Lee Curtis, who who famously told everyone, stop streaming this, get out of your houses, yeah. go to the movies, is now like, oh, check it out on Peacock. Yeah, again. no, listen, stay <laughs> away from the movie theaters. Again, this goes back to what we've been talking yeah. about before. Like, if you enjoy the movie going experience, you're probably going to wrap up with Avatar and then. Yep, take care of it now. Yeah, go go see as many movies as you can. Yeah. Um, all right, Jason, good conversation, man. Yes, great. I really enjoyed this. Love so, revisiting this. So we will. Um, 
you know, if, uh, if there's enough interest out there, there's a few other franchises that we'll have to revisit the Elm Street one. I'm, yeah. And, uh, you I'd know, to, I, to see what the listeners want to hear next. I've done uh, actually pretty extensive, like six hour deep dive into the Elm Street films. I did a couple of years ago. Definitely recommend people check that out. But I've never done the Friday the 13th films. And I would love to do that sometime. That's a There's a there's a great, great. I, I'm, I'm well, a fan. I, I do have the right name for it. So okay. Go, what's the, what Jason, you do have the right. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude our conversation on the Halloween franchise as it stands right now. Um, I'm sure we all realize that this is all in perpetuity. Like these Re- Halloween movies will be coming out for well beyond our time. So. <laughs> Evil never dies. Evil never dies. So Jason, thank you as always, my friend. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch up with you soon. Trick or treat. Motherfucker!